Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. George Lyons, this is the worst Christmas ever. Oh, really? I mean, I am just full of Christmas joy because we got to play the best game ever no, made. No, no, no. I'm not letting you do this. You don't get the <laughs> shtick. You don't get this bit. This is payback for Zelda 2. I get it. Yeah, I understand no, why fine. you would carry that grudge. I, I wanted to destroy something beautiful. <laughs> like Christmas? <laughs> yeah, well, your Christmas specifically. <laughs> not Christmas in general. I'm not a monster. <laughs> so before we dive into the flaming dumpster of diapers, um, we actually have two, two administrative things. Uh, one is uh, this is the last opportunity to vote in the Patreon poll for the movie we're going to watch over the holiday break. Do uh, it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. it, do it. Um, I believe Doom is still currently winning, so if you don't want to hear us talk about Doom, you should probably go vote. You don't have to be a Patreon. You just have to have an account, so no money changes hands, but go vote, make us watch something. Um, the other item is uh, another one of the podcasts that I produce, Movie Medicine. Coincidentally, this was actually not planned. Um, they did Home Alone 2, Lost in New York for Yay. that episode. So there's an honest to God link in the show notes to that Patreon poll and to that episode. So if you want to hear about how horrible the game is and then hear about the terrible brain injuries, the villains would have suffered in the movie. Go over there after this. And it, it is worth noting that uh, in order to make heads or tails out of this video game, or at least to understand some semblance of what they were attempting to accomplish, I watched the movie, <laughs> and I can say that I plan on, when we get done with this, uh, listening to that podcast, because there were at least a number of times where I just shouted at the screen, dead, because <laughs> I am confident that and I have no medical skills whatsoever, but that, that a brick hurled from a three-story balcony repeatedly would turn somebody's skull into mush. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think um, that's an important segue because uh, the fact that the movie and the game have nothing ostensibly in common is probably why, and I'm deadly serious about this. This game won worst movie tie in award the year that it came out. Really? Yes. I mean, Part of me kind of wants to believe that this game was the birth of shovelware, like the term shovelware, <laughs> you know, like they were they, they said, we need a word to describe these because we don't want to call them video games that that's not really an apt description. That's not what they're doing. Yeah, it's uh, it's not um, any fun. And the only silver lining of this game existing was not playing it. But the tiny pinpoint of light at the end of the long, dark tunnel that I suffered through this was like, well, I'll get to talk to George about it. And I actually, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be honest with you, like real mm -hmm. talk. Yeah. I actually, when I was gathering myself tonight and like mm -hmm. getting my notes together and making sure everything was ready, I kind of put my head in my hands and Susan was like, oh, what's the matter? And I was like, I don't want to think about this game anymore. <laughs> I'm so tired. And she was just like, 
Oh, but it'll be fine once you start talking to George. And I was like, God, I hope so. <laughs> and 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 I I, I hope my uh, that we can form the Gogeta of this, and just that that between the two of us, our power can can overwhelm the awfulness of it. And to to start us off with um, visuals, the first thing that I noticed about the game is you know like so normally we have a bad habit of just hammering start, you know. Yes. Um. But this time I didn't because I realized if I didn't hit start, I got another like sweet, sweet 30 seconds of not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. And uh, I actually have the tagline for this game, which is Home Alone 2, a game where they put the credits at the beginning because they knew you'd never play to the end. Because the credits actually roll at the beginning of this game. They do. And it's super weird, right? Because I yeah. actually like I've seen other games that do that. But the fact that the delay between title screen and credits rolling is like half a breath. It was just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, they, they don't, they don't expect me to make it to the end of this story. Nope. No. I mean, cause that's the thing is that, you know, it's like home alone too. And, and we, we can talk, I actually have a note about, you know, a a couple of notes about the music cause that's also awful, but it plays that (laughs) awful. Like do, 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 do like this, this, this grinding hammering, noise to just be like brace up this is gonna be awful and it just immediately <laughs> rolls credits and i was like and a part of me had hoped that i just stroked out there for a minute and that i had <laughs> did, beat did i game. win <laughs> i would look down and see like a, a sheet replete with notes and uh and i wouldn't have to but no alas it was not my time machine has failed me yet again well and so you get punished the minute you start the game because i mean the title screen is it's almost like painfully ugly, but in a like, well, I'm not going to be reading a ton of text. So, I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal that the text on the title screen is wrong, but wrong. You actually do a <laughs> tremendous amount of reading in this game. And the minute you start a new game, well, not a new game, but a, the minute you start playing, it has, uh, I guess he's a man. He's some kind of uh, like violently injured elf person with like oh, a... Know- you know who it is. You know who's supposed to be the bellhop. Mm-mm. That is that is eight bit Tim Curry, my friend. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Don't say mean things like that about Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry is a nice man. No, but that's how bad it is. Is it? It was like Tim Curry was put through an eight bit ugly grinder, and then that's what came out. But no, that's absolutely supposed to be Tim Curry because he's he's the uh, the administrator or whatever. He yeah, he's like the the hotel. Oh God, what do you call it? He's the he's John Hotel. Yeah, you know he's yeah he's the hotel manager. I think he's actually the hotel manager. No, I'm gonna I'm sticking with John Hotel. I'm into it now. Like I can't back out. <laughs> okay, so you see Tim Curry and and, and so much as it can be called. <laughs> And then, and there's text that like slowly crawl. It's like friggin' Simon's Quest. Like the text just takes forever to come across, mm-hmm. and you don't really need to know the story. I mean, this game has a story because it's based on a movie, but like you don't really need to know. And the reason I say you don't need to know is because the story in no way affects the gameplay. So no. you you sit there and watch this horrible visage of Tim Curry. And and the the ugly scrolling like IBM terminal style all capital letters text, and then you jump into the game and honest okay th- this was my honest experience like the game starts and you're in the lobby of the hotel mm-hmm. and I was like man these graphics are terrible wait did I just die like 
<laughs> I couldn't even get the entire thought out of my head. And then I actually took out my phone and like had the little, you know, stopwatch thing. And I like hit start on both the controller and the, the timer at the same time. Mm-hmm. If you stand still for just shy of two seconds after starting the first level, one of the bell hops reaches you and strangles you to death. Yes. Yes. And they do. And, and, you know, to be fair, I didn't get the bell hop. I never got tagged by one of the bell hops. I did get tagged by the morbidly obese man who wanders about the second floor looking for blood or whatever he does. Yeah, the the Don Corleone pinstripe yeah. suit guy. Definitely got strangled to death by that guy. Um, because who, he, who also just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, he appears out of nowhere behind you. So if you don't immediately start running, then you, you burnt. Um, and yeah, so he, he and I assume the bellhop probably has a similar animation where they pick you up by the by the neck and shake you violently yes and then that the thing is that that doesn't take away health like a lot of things do at least when the big guy gets you that just kills you yeah you just die yeah you just die and i think that okay and and this should wait until mechanics but i just i I have to this bothers me so much which is like so like they're, they're obviously being all of these things are being very clearly violent to you so you know like you said the bellhop and the the big man strangle you right um there's grannies who are jumping around swinging umbrellas at you the 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 guy who gives you your key to your room is throwing keys and bombs at you and this is just in the hotel this is just on the ground floor yeah this is the lobby of the hotel which is the first level correct why are all of these people trying to murder you you know yeah, it, and so this is where I think, like, the – because, we, you know, we always talk about, like, graphics servicing gameplay. And I just want to say before we kind of make the full segue into that, I hate these graphics. I hate oh, yeah. I hate this art style. And I am even willing to give it a tiny bit of, of uh, a gimme on, like, well, it was the early days of realistic-looking characters in games – and this art style was the best they could do with the technology at the time, and it hasn't aged well, but no, it never looked good. It yeah. looked bad in nineteen in the 1990s and the 1980s and the 1970s, and it will look bad a thousand years from now. And if we could put it in a time machine and take it back to a thousand BCE, people would look at it and go, no, nah, it's not very good. No, I, I've seen cave paintings when man was first discovering that it can use visual interpretations of real things as fake things. And those I would take leaps and I, I would take the animation that those had as the flames licked behind them and cast its shadow upon them of giving the appearance of movement over this game. Yeah, it's, agreed. It is atrocious. But yeah, so and and there's so many so many notes and, and i've got a lot of notes in in visuals by the way but but yeah no just one of the things i just really wanted to to touch on is so yeah so you've got like little shields right that are your health shields or hearts it's hard to tell i, I was thinking hearts yeah hearts yeah. or shields right sure so hearts um and you Sometimes you take damage and then sometimes you auto die. And there is, so let's talk about this for a second. Zero visual cue as to which things will do what. Well, and I mean, there's zero visual cue. Like, I guess essentially anything that's moving hurts you Mm -hmm. because all the power ups are stationary. 
So the, the one consistent cue you have is like, if it's moving and it's not you, it will hurt or kill you. But there's, right. there's no way to tell those things apart. And there's no way to tell if you can defend yourself. Which, to the best of my knowledge, I never, aside from the pearl necklace, I never really found a good way to do that. Um, but, but, but bear with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so not only that, but the vacuum cleaners just straight up kill you too. So like, if you're just, if you don't jump over a vacuum cleaner, it kills you. But the old lady doesn't kill you. And the maids who are jumping up and down on the beds that they're supposed to be making, I assume, and throwing pillows at you, that doesn't kill you. But then the bellhop throwing keys and cherry bombs at you, that also doesn't kill you. But then the mops jumping up and down by the doors, those don't kill you. But the big guy, he he'll strangle you. you to death. Yeah. You know, so so at one point I got strangled to death by him and I, I just thought I was low on health, you know. And then he, he tagged me again immediately and I, and, and, and I auto died. And I was just like, oh, God, it was just so jarring. And so my question is, is OK, because, again, like just. Two things. One is, and we'll, I definitely want to get into this in, in gameplay, which is why was this not an adventure game as opposed to a platformer? This should have been an adventure game. But two, right, because I think that's where a lot of the visuals truly deeply fall flat is because they're trying to do quick time like animation, right? You know, yeah. like if it was much more static, they could be a little bit more detailed. But two, why, why not have like a chaos meter? Right. And as you run into people, your chaos meter builds. Right. So then once your chaos meter gets high enough, you have roused enough suspicion to your presence that adults just step in and stop you. They just Mm. stop you, you know, because an adult walking up to Kevin and cornering him saying, stop, you're you're done. Right. That would stop him, you know, because he's he's 10, you know. Yeah. But. It would mechanically, it would be exactly the same if they wanted to do this. But instead, it wouldn't be why all of New York has suddenly allied themselves against this ten-year-old to straight-up commit murder. Well, and and so this is what I find so frustrating. Uh, we were talking a little bit in the pre-show, uh, and this is going to be the first of what I assume will probably be several uses of the word conveyance. Like, there's mm-hmm. no there's, there's bad conveyance. Like, you just yeah. you. You don't know what's going to kill you unless it moves, and you just assume that anything that moves kills you, which is actually a fair assumption, but you don't know if it's going to cause damage or if it's going to murder you instantly. So you have to treat everything like you would be one-shotted if it touches you. Right. And and then it's it's just all trial and error. Like, oh, this thing hit me by accident and I didn't die, so now I know that that thing just does regular damage. It's not like one-shot. And then with the... Uh, the environment, like not mm-hmm. only do I not particularly care for this art style, like I, I just honestly think it's terrible. Like I'm, I'm trying to like give it a little bit of a pass, but like it's just ugly as hell. It's just ugly as hell. So you are moving through this environment, and there's no indication that things can be interacted with. So yes. it's like, well, c- can I? jump on this well the only way to know is to just be jumping randomly all the time and see if i ever stop above the ground or Mm -hmm. like all of the weapons because there's weapons all over the damn place but they just pop out when you connect with like the tile that has that thing in it Mm -hmm. so like there's a gun that you get right in the middle of the first room in the lobby but you could easily walk right past it because it's above head height. So you would I, have I to did clearly walk right past it because I did not know that. Yes, you would have to be jumping around randomly 
because there's zero visual indication that anything is anywhere and that anything does anything for you. And then like near as I could tell, like some of the weapons only work in certain circumstances, but then others work all the time. And some weapons are like, there's like the gun you get is like a stun gun. It shoots like these little stun darts, mm-hmm. but then Which is not in the movie, by the way, no, of course it's not. Dude, they're gonna be like, you know, friggin' Rambo Kevin, like running around New, New York, just <laughs> often maids and bellops. All right, come on. I mean, be honest. Would you not watch tit like Macaulay Culkin today, right? Like, repro- like do that role, like see him like gain like fifty pounds of muscle. And yeah, then like just... like a dark, gritty reboot. <laughs> yes, I mean, I don't like that. I would watch that movie, but I would. I'd probably watch that movie. I'd wait for it to come out on video, but, but I would watch it. But that's the thing is that joke is 30 years in the making. Like you, <laughs> you, you have to, you have to be a successful child star or a semi successful child star and then go like on a horrible bender and become a drug addict and then recover and kind of fade from, you know, into obscurity and then come back and gain a bunch of muscle and like make this like that's man, that's a long con. Like I would, it is. I would watch no, I, that movie just out of respect for dedication to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree completely. The conveyance is, is straight up hot garbage because, uh, again, you know, like you said, some weapons seem to work. Sometimes a lot of things you pick up, you don't necessarily know that they are weapons because, you know, maybe they're just for points or maybe they're maybe, I mean, like maybe it's just, you know, like an, an item that you're supposed to use later, but not like as a weapon. Um, I assume that you're picking up that those wedges are pizzas that you pick up, that you're picking up pizza, slices of pizza. So here's why I'm going to say probably not. There is a pizza later, and it's a whole pizza. Hmm. And I don't know what those things are because I couldn't get them to behave like a weapon, so I decided that they're pie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and, and the fact, because I, I, I just saw your triangles, and I was like, probably pizza but they don't do they heal you i don't think they heal you uh no yeah i don't know what they do i still right now right now i don't know what they do so, so there's there are like okay so i meant to say this at the top of the show um i came nowhere close to beating this no and no nor did i and not only did i come nowhere close to beating it but i had to do something that i have not had to do before on nostalgic goggles which was i had to admit that I was not willing to continue to put myself through this. So it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. So after about 45 minutes of, of deep critiquing gameplay where I was like teasing apart every pixel and every chiptune sound of like everything that was there that I was able to personally access, I was like, okay, I need more material than this to make sure that my assumptions go out through the entire game. So I watched two entire playthroughs of the game from two different players to make sure that the things that I was judging based on the first level, I guess it's just the first level, the hotel part, um, you know, stretched out across the entire game and they do. And I'm okay. I'm, I've made my peace with the opinions that I hold on this game that I didn't finish, but the, the, only items you get in the game there's like one health drop item which is the full pizza i think um toward the end you find keys like a couple times like you're in a building and there's a couple keys and you can't open the door until you have the key 
And then like everything else that I think you pick up is either a weapon or ammo for a weapon. And the fact that in both playthroughs, I didn't see either person use the pie slices or whatever the hell they are for anything. They kept collecting them. Like they kept going out of their way to get them, but I don't know why. I don't know what they're for. I don't know what they do. And that's the thing is that we both spent time playing this game and I had to do the same thing. In fact, I, I <clears throat> got through about half of my playthrough and then um, uh, stopped and pulled up a YouTube video to watch their playthrough because I was just straight up stuck. Like I just literally did not know what to do. And it was as, as, as sad as I am to admit it at the very end of the very first stage, you know, like the, the, the lobby area, because I got to where the elevator was and it was just an endless supply of suitcases being thrown at me by a monster like of a human, I guess, who's just. No, the suitcases are apparently haunted because you see several moving on their own. It's true. It's true. So uh, uh, the ghosts of the robbers who were ki- clearly killed in the first one, um, you know, are, are being thrown about or whatever. But I just I didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden I found out, oh, I'm supposed to jump on this thing that looks like it's a part of the background and then press up to activate the elevator. Then wait for like a solid minute while nothing perceivably happens. And then the elevator doors just open. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing when you hit that button, there's absolutely nothing that tells you that you have done the thing that you need to do to continue to progress forward. You know, there's not even like a, ding you know or anything no no little down arrow to show that the elevator is coming to the lobby no no response from the button like the button makes a ding noise but i mean lots of things make a noise if you slap them with your palm that doesn't mean that anything has happened or even that that's a thing you needed to do because there's there's tons of things you can avoid and enemies you can completely avoid interacting with so even if you recognize that you have to jump on top of what i assume is like a little um, like cigarette trash can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, e- something e- like that. Yeah, even, even if you recognize like, oh, I have to jump on this and then push the the elevator button to call the elevator, um, then what? Like, right. you just keep avo- – and, and this – I mean, I had the exact same experience. I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. So I looked it up, and this is before I watched the playthrough. Is like I looked up just that part, and the guy jumps up and like presses the button like a thousand times. I probably watched the exact same video, but yeah, yeah I probably. But, but I was like, so do I have to press it a certain number of times or do I have to press it at all and then just wait? Because if you stand on top of the little trash can, the suitcases, instead of going under you on the floor, they shoot out in an arc and they land exactly where you are standing. Right. Which matters because th- that to me, like that visual conveys, oh, they're trying to keep me away from the button because I have to keep pressing the button, but I'm not sure that that's actually true. No, I think that you press it because I didn't. I pressed it like two or three times and then just stopped and then eventually on, over after some amount of time, the door just opened and I was like, oh, all right, sweet. And then I went up to the next floor when a, a very large gentleman took me up and shook. And that's the thing is, again, this is why I really wanted to to watch, rewatch the movie because I was like, was there some like giant rotund gentleman who was villainous in it? No, yeah. there wasn't. Was, why was, is this guy here? Was was Charlie he... the pinstripes choker <laughs> wandering around and why in is New he York? So 
dangerous. <laughs> you know, like why? Why is he so? I mean, I would understand it more if it was Tim Curry's character because he's actually the person that almost foils Kevin. You know, in the most ridiculous way possible, because instead of when seeing a 10 year old who was using a fraudulent credit card and clearly alone in the one of the largest cities in the world, he gets like rock hard about getting getting him in trouble, not seeing if he's in trouble because he clearly is. But whatever. That's beside the point. Um, Yeah. If it was like Tim Curry's character or uh, Rob Schneider's character, you know, the bellhop. uh, Yeah, like someone, just- someone who is an ant- I don't know why they invented another antagonist. And th- this goes on, like in in the outside scenes, like when you're between uh, the hotel and like the abandoned shack oh, warehousing, homeless people that jump out at you and try to murder you with clubs. Yes, no, and- that's very <laughs> visceral imagery. Yes, it's really frightening and disconcerting. And and I mean, this is. The more I'm thinking about it, I think you do actually you are fairly safe in the knowledge that anything that moves kills you. Yeah. So if if it's moving, don't let it touch you because it's going to kill you. But but that's not enough. That's not enough information. The game needs to convey more information to me than that, especially when the weapons that you get and then the actual weapons like guns Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you get are. Um, they're kind of like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're like they're not a commodity; like they're in fairly high demand. So if you're just running around often, every bellhop and maid you see, like you can run out of ammo for the little dart gun super fast, and the little dart gun doesn't kill them; it freezes them. Right. So you freeze them, and it's like, well, nothing anybody else can do freezes me. So like, are they dead? Can I touch them? Like. It, <laughs> And you can, like, if you shoot one of the grannies, like, while she's jumping back and forth, and while she's frozen, you can, like, pass through her sprite unharmed. But again, the game doesn't convey that information to you in any way you might connect. Like, it's just all trial and error. Like, this is Home Alone 2, trial and error the game. Yes. No, absolutely. And 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 to speak of and and also to to touch on. So, I mean, obviously, we're we're, we're jumping back and forth, which is fine between visuals and services gameplay and just the the outright visuals, which are both just they're they're so terrible that it's hard to like keep them separated like we normally do because it's just, it just one leads into the other. But it's like I a do, magnetic fluid of terribleness. Like we're trying <laughs> to divide it up and it's just like glomming back together. Yeah. No, it's it's just the 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 hydrogerum of in <laughs> awful. Um, yeah, so all this is true. No, I think it is worth mentioning how violent the imagery is in this game, you know, particularly with the fact, like, like you said, like with the people strangling you with the fact that there are homeless people jump. So the, the, the guys who come out of trees and like throw stuff down at you, that's just kind of silly, but walking down like the street and having a bush open up and a sizable gentleman swing a club at me that actually like when I was watching the playthrough unsettled me. I, I was like, oh, that's, that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's freaky. And, and we were talking about this in the pre-show that like this style of movie slash game is it's, it's like live action Looney Tunes, right? Because Kevin is the roadrunner who is super powered or he's, he's actually, he's more like Bugs Bunny, right? Like he's super powered. He cannot be harmed. He's this just undestroyable child. And they've made a ton of movies like this. They're almost always terrible movies. 
and the adults are all stupid and they're all indestructible, but like that is why you can visit such a violence upon them. But the game reverses that, which changes it from being empowering to a child to being like a child's horror movie where it's like, Hey, what if everyone was out to kill you and no one, like you're a scared lost child and no one is trying to help you. Everyone is trying to murder you. Even just random people in the city who have no reason to be against you. Oh, and by the way, if you're not even scared enough that like, People are trying to choke you to death. Also, inanimate objects have some summoned spirits from the outer planes so that they might move upon this earth and kill you. Yes, like the possessed vacuum cleaners that are being used apparently to clean the hotel, but are also so dangerous that they can suck the entirety of a 10-year-old child inside of them and grind him to pieces. Hey, can, but, can, I, can I say, just because I don't want to forget to mention this later, because it's not in my notes, but I actually thought it was kind of cute that the the vacuum cleaner, like if you get too close to it, it actually slows you down a little bit. Like if, if you jump over it and you land too close to it, when you start to run away from it, like you are sluggish for the first little bit until you get outside like sucking range. And I, well, I had a moment where I was just like, oh, that was, that was a cute little attention to detail that I wish they'd put literally anywhere else. Like <laughs> could, could the person who spent the probably, you know, hours coding like the difference in your momentum as your sprite moves across the screen, could that person have put that level of love and attention to detail into any other part of the game? Any other part? Yeah. So the only other two notes I had for visuals was one, um, aside from the ridiculousness of uh, the the homeless people trying to murder you. Um, I thought that pigeons flying in the sewers dropping <laughs> snakes on you. <laughs> I mean, I, that is a sentence I never thought I would get to say without doing a hefty amount of lysergic acid prior. <laughs> that, is, you know? that is quite a sentence. Right? But there's pigeons flying in the sewer that the 10-year-old's gone into and they're dropping snakes on him. It's not like one or two pigeons that were hungry for a snake and and picked it up and started to eat it, but then lost track of what they were doing and dropped it a little bit. Like there's an army of snake wielding pigeons who have been summoned to your demise. And which is really messed up because the pigeons are your ally in the movie. Like they (laughs) save the day and there are no snakes. (laughs) Nope. Anything that moves kills you. That's that is apparently the, a rule of like fairly lazy game design. It's like, well, if it if it if it walks, it hurts. Like, if, it's like any any motion is death. And and I, my my final note on visuals, which I, I I know so much of this has been tied really tightly to mechanics, but it's like it matters because the conveyance is so bad that the visuals are are the the closest to your brain of why the mechanics are so bad because yes. a game where like you don't like the way they keep score or you don't like the way the health meter works or something like that's a bad mechanic that has nothing to do with like the audio or the visuals or the controls or whatever. But this is all, all the mechanics are terrible because 
of the god awful conveyance like f- four hit points and then you die and some things can one shot you like that's not a terrible mechanic but the fact that i don't have any of that friggin' information until i've died a thousand times and i've kept track of trends that is bad conveyance that and that's a visual problem that's not really a mechanics problem but i don't know why you can get a bell power up that gives you samus screw attack right why can you do that? And why is that the most lovingly crafted animation in the entire game? Yeah. And he never does anything like that in the movie. It's of just course why, he doesn't. Why all of a sudden yeah, why all of a sudden Samus? That's just so bizarre that they would suddenly throw those cuz I I can see collecting items to improve your character. Like that's fine, but that's like an ability. Kevin doesn't acquire new abilities while he's in New York, other than clearly after playing this game, the PTSD he'll suffer <laughs> from having an entire city of adults getting up. Yeah, no, that that yeah. was completely bizarre. And, and and the thing that, I mean, because it when you have the screw attack, again, it's a mechanics thing, but like when you have the screw attack, you can kill like anything, like inanimate objects that have come to life, like mops and suitcases, maids, uh, the, the fat guy, the butlers or the, not the butlers, the bellhops, like everyone falls to the all powerful screw attack. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it's in there at all. Mechan- like, I guess they just wanted to give you some like super powered attack that you, if you get it, it's like a reward that now you're empowered finally. But, but why the screw attack? And that animation is gorgeous. It is literally the best thing in the oh, game. Yeah. Everything else looks like utter garbage, hot, hot garbage. And then the when I was watching the playthrough and the guy got the spin attack, I was like waffling violently between confusion and awe. I was like, <laughs> man, that looks great. What the hell is happening? But ooh, it looks so cool. And but why? <laughs> but but he's so dumb. That's so cool. It's so dumb. <laughs> like you, you were Vegeta watching Super Saiyan Broly, just like I, yeah. So um, so yeah, no, so was, cool. That was just sheer insanity. And my my final note for visuals is so why did again? It was just why was attention paid to this? Because it, this is someplace where they added something that I thought a the effort could have gone anywhere else and it would have been better. And b the effort made the game worse. Which was <laughs> why why is there a breathing animation for Kevin? No, no. It's not a breathing animation. It is a a crippling asthma attack, gasping (laughs) for air anime. It's horror. And I'm speaking as someone who has asthma. I have made that motion with my chest. It is painful and terrifying. But like every time you come to a stop for more than like a half a beat, he just like, (gasps) 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 and it's just, it's, it's really unsettling. And none of the other characters breathe. Nope. And yeah, no, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, and when you're, running or doing the leg slide or whatever all those sort of stuff there's never like a breathing motion but then when you stop you all of a sudden just because it's it's you know pixelated so the, it, it's just a one pixel difference but it does considering that you yourself are only like eight pixels in height i mean that would be like if all of a sudden like my chest lurched three <laughs> inches forward and then back and then lurched forward again i mean you would assume that there would be an alien popping out of my chest any second now you know yeah it 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 does look like you're about to swell like in was it the second or third harry potter when the aunt gets really fat i think it's the third one yeah yeah it's just it's it's just so 
unsettling and completely unnecessary. 110%. If, if you didn't breathe, you wouldn't think anything of it because breathing animations just weren't a thing back then. I mean, hell, a lot of games don't have them now. Well, and it's not like you, you know? have a freaking stamina meter like, oh, this is how I know that I'm not like... I can't run until I stop gasping for breath and then I can run at full speed again. Like it's, it's just there for this again, like, Oh man, they sure paid a lot of love and attention to this breathing animation. That's horrifying and unnecessary. Could they have maybe put that attention anywhere else? And, and I think, I think you're right. Is that honestly, maybe, maybe we're both wrong and maybe this is a horror game and it, (laughs) And it is to show that Kevin is so so scared and alone and just just looking out into this vast sea of zombie-like, uncaring adults who clearly are trying to murder him with not only keys but incendiary devices. <laughs> and there's phantom, you know, phantom things like suitcases and vacuum cleaners that are sent to devour him, giant men who pick him up and strangle him, homeless people who pop out of the bushes to kill him, pigeons who are who have literally been summoned to use the forces of nature to bring on his demise. <laughs> I'd probably be breathing a little hard, too. Ooh. Got a little chill there. <laughs> but we still have to talk about the terrible music. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In that episode. Yes, the music... The music is terrible. And and the one thing I just wanted to say is so we um, I watched the movie with Megan like an hour ago. And so it cues up the do 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 right like that Home Alone music. Right. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, that takes me back. And then I was a little proud of myself because I was like, oh, man, is this uh, John Williams? Because. It sounds super memorable, so that's probably means it's John Williams. And Megan's like, I don't know, it's not that memorable. It's like music by John Williams. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it bums me out so hard that a soundtrack that was so lovingly crafted by an amazing composer had a video game made out of it that had music that makes me want to claw my eyes out. Right. Or maybe uh, like claw. Do people claw their ears off? I don't know. You... I, I think that the music's so terrible that I would lose enough proprioception that I wouldn't know the difference. I would just be clawing at the general area that is my head and just taking out any of the good well, parts. Yeah, because really what you're going for is your brain. You have to go <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, you have to go through some part of your skull to get to it. Might be your eyes, might be your ears. Yeah. Um, so this is... Because n- normally, you know, the tradition historically has been like, I have way more notes about audio and music than you do. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But I think my brain was desperately, I, I'm really, I'm not kidding when I say I was like dreading having to think about this anymore. <laughs> because again, like I'm I'm trying to hold on to, to Susan's sanity to not let my sanity drift too far out to sea. And mm-hmm. I said to her, I was like, well, you know, it's a NES game because we, I should, I don't think we mentioned, but like there's like 47 versions of this game. We played the NES one. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, you know, the the music wasn't that bad. Like it's just pretty unremarkable chiptune. And she just, she was like getting something ready with, uh, with some Christmas presents. And she just went, yeah, I thought it was pretty terrible. And, (laughs) and, and I, I like, I leaned back because I was, I was like kind of propped up on my arms and I like leaned back and I was like, Oh man, it is terrible. I just wasn't <laughs> thinking about it very hard. Like, 
<laughs> her like, name's Kerpopple. I've been calling her Crandall. Oh, man, I've been making an idiot of myself. But the reason I didn't even have a chance to notice how bad the music was is because the sound effects were so grating. Yes. The, the, uh, God, I mean, that's the thing is that this game is an overwhelming of negative stimuli where you just don't your brain can't latch onto one negative thing for too long <laughs> for fear you know <laughs> like your brain is just sitting there like like holding on to the visuals in the frozen arctic lake saying like i'll never let go and then all of a sudden you know like a tsunami hits and you're like that that's this isn't even the right climate for that <laughs> And we're in a lake <laughs> <laughs> on Mars. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, the music, the music is, I don't have, uh, all I have literally, okay, so, so, yeah, normally I expect you to kind of, kind of carry me through. <laughs> we, we can do this um, together. Yeah, through, uh, through, but literally for the music, I have one note, which is just obnoxious. That's all I have. It, it is, have. it is. It's obnoxious and... I think obnoxious is also the right word to describe almost all of the game sound effects because yep. I didn't, I realized you could like knee slide on my own, but I was like, I'm not mm -hmm. totally sure I understand the point of that. And then I was like, I was watching the, the video to get uh, up the elevator. Like when I, when I got stuck there yeah. and I, I see the guy uh, like knee slide under some stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay so you have like a lot of momentum and it will actually let you like carry that through your ducking animation and then i was kind of thinking i was like well i don't really remember the second movie that well but this is believable that like kevin would do like a james brown style elvis slide like on his knees like yeah. up toward the camera or something or like some he's running and somebody goes to like swing a baseball bat and crack his skull in because that's an appropriate way to deal with a 10 year old. And he like, mm -hmm. you know, slides like underneath the bat at the last second. I was like, okay, that's, I wouldn't have guessed that on my own, but like, I can kind of see where that connection may have come in if it's even in the movie at all. Um, but it's uh, what they don't make very clear again, bad conveyance trial and error is uh, that the knee attack does anything. And the reason I was not willing to experiment with the knee attack too much is because when you are doing it, it goes like yeah. until you stop. Yep. And I like yep. the first time I heard that, I was like, I would love to hear that as little as possible. Yeah. No, it's like somebody took one of those screaming goats and then like slowed it, slowed down the audio <laughs> and like expanded it out. Right. But then filtered it through, you know, like a terrible $10 microphone and then compressed that and put it on the Internet, you know, See. and then you listen to it with a bad Internet connection <laughs> on broken headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what it sounds like. It's just yeah, it's 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 grating. It's awful. And it's even if they had just done like a single sound effect where when you hit it initially, like 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 bam or whatever, you know. <laughs> Zach, Kapow. yeah yeah something you know because i mean again though it's like why did you feel the need to create a strong audio cue here where you have one of the cleanest visuals you know like there is no you can look at kevin when he's running and kevin when he's doing the leg slide and there is nothing 
in your mind that would conflate those two things, right? Looks different, so feels the, different in the controller. The sound adds nothing, detracts everything. Yeah. Exactly. So if they had literally used that sound for anything else, even if they had like used that sound for when you, um, you know, successfully damage the bad guy or something like that, or even use that sound when you, oh, here's one, use that sound when you were near where you needed to be, you know, <laughs> like a hot cold noise. Yeah, you know, like uh, the the rumble pack and get all. N sixty. What was that, what was that one N sixty four game that specifically used the Rumble Pack to reveal secrets? It was a uh, it's a big open world game. I, you know, I can't think of one, but I know that uh, Super Mario Odyssey does that on the Switch, which is <laughs> which is actually uh, just funny side story. So I could stop thinking about this game for a second. Um, <laughs> so uh, when you like, I've been playing Mario Odyssey with the Pro Controller, which still that's the one where Mario's hat eats people. Yeah, that's the one. Um, gotcha. And so Sue was playing it and her and I were talking and I suddenly became aware of the fact that I had none of her attention. Like she, <laughs> she was, cause I mean, she's looking at the game obviously while she's playing, but like, I just, some combination of visual and auditory cues. I was like, she is no longer aware that I'm here at all. <laughs> and so I stopped in the middle of what I was saying and I was like, are you okay? Because I can see the screen and I can see that there's like nothing going on. And she's like slowly walking toward a cliff, like kind of. <laughs> and I'm just like, has she been activated? Yeah, I'm just like, what is happening? Why? Why are you gonna make Mario kill himself in a really slow, torturous way? And then she like butt pounds the ground, and one of the moons that you're like that you don't collect stars, you collect moons, and one of them shoots up. And I knew that the game had like the vibrated controller mechanic, so that like all like connected suddenly. But mm-hmm. there was there was a, a brief moment, probably only a few seconds, where I was just like, "Did did I lose her? Like, did, <laughs> did something in her brain break forever? Or if it did break, is it fixable? Like, where? What level of problem is whatever just happened?" And then the moon popped out, and she started talking to me again, and I was like, "Aha! Okay, we're good." Yeah. No, lions. If 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 the human mind and psyche can survive playing this game, then it it. <laughs> There, there is, there is nothing, in my opinion, that Mario Odyssey and its and its soul destroying cap can throw at you that could possibly be worse than this. Everything game. gets its soul back when you leave it. I assume it's like being in a coma while you're in there. Yeah, no, no. When, when I come to visit you, I'll just crawl inside your flesh and wear you for a little bit, and then jump out and just let me. Let me know if that's okay. If it's okay that I, I stopped. I mean, the things that you stop possessing <laughs> seem to like continue to function normally. So if you can like <laughs> Billy Bob me into a skin suit to pretend to be me for a while and then somehow restore me, then like, yeah, okay. But I would love no, for no, you to no, test no. this on someone else first. <laughs> Now I'm picturing like you, you know, hat possess a bullet bill and then like you get the hat back and you keep on going down the stage and just smash cuts to the bullet bill, like laying on a psychiatrist's couch. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, I don't know, doc, I just wasn't me anymore, you know? Yeah. No, I guarantee you there are web comics out there right now of that, some version of that joke. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> no, the, 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 the internet has made everyone original. So no one is. That's right. Um, yeah. I don't have much else to say specific about the audio because the, 
There actually are a shockingly small number of sound effects. Like, for all of the crap that is constantly moving on the screen, like, when the homeless guys pop out, they don't make, like, a whiff noise when they swing their friggin' billy clubs. Um, most things that are falling, some of them make, like, a whistly drop noise, but not everything that falls. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... I would actually expect more noise for all of the visual clutter and like the vacuum doesn't make like a vacuumy noise. The old lady doesn't make any kind of noise. Like she's totally silent and Mm -hmm. you just like that stupid leg slide noise. Like it's horrible. And you need that technique like to be successful in the game. You have to do that. Yes. The, the only thing that I would say uh, about the, the audio um, specifically about the music is so like I said, you know, I watched the, the movie again and I forgot, first of all, just just the, the, the actual music for the movie is just delightful, you know? Like especially the da na 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 like that. I mean that's that that literally reminded me of like Christmas at home. But one of the things I noticed is it it's all slower, you know? All of the home alone stuff, even like the mischiefy one and all of it, it's all Super slow, except for the rushing to the airport, you know? Yeah, because that's supposed to be, like, manic and frantic. Right, but the majority of it is that slower kind of somber stuff. And all of the the music in this is super, like, super fast, yeah. you know? And and it's just, it's jarring and un- unfortunate. And, and to me, it, it completely clashes with the movie, which is... Again, you know, that's all this is. That's all this is. It's just like, oh, you like the movie. Well, now come play the video game. It's like, well, then why did you not in any way key yourself into the movie? Worst movie tie-in game of 1996. Oh, God. I mean, it's just, it's, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, I mean, it, mechanics. Yeah, we just have to get into mechanics and random nonsense because, I, I, I mean, is there anything else to say about the audio? I, I submit that no, there is not. No, I, I, I seconded, seconded and carried. <laughs> um, so the controls are actually, I mean, again, we played the Nintendo version because there was also a Game Boy version. There was also a Sega version. There was also a Super Nintendo version. I'm pretty sure that uh, they had like one of those big light up displays where you like wave your hands and you could control it. I think there was like a skywriting version like they hmm. TI-89 calculators like there's, there's the, I mean, it's a movie tie-in game. Like it is nearly the definition of cash grab. So I'm not surprised that it was on 47 different platforms, but the Nintendo is delightfully simple in the number of buttons they afford you and select lets you like rotate through your seemingly mostly useless items. Start mm-hmm. pauses the game and then you got jump and use item, but only sometimes also we're not always going to make it clear when and when it doesn't work, we're not going to give you any feedback. So they made yes. the controls shockingly simple for a controller that only has two freaking buttons. Yeah, no. I, uh, so, yeah, exactly. As you said, is that the problem isn't the complexity of the controls. And I would actually say that the controls themselves were pretty responsive, you know? Yeah. Like I'd say, like, when, when I jumped, I... I I jumped, you know, I didn't, and like, you know, you can control your velocity midair. So, you know, as uh, Eagle Raptor so lovingly puts it, you don't have to buy a fucking engagement ring for your jump bars. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, so I thought I thought it was pretty pretty good. I would say that in that sense, it, it was good. The controls were responsive. You know, uh, the problem was conveyance in that they did not convey 
what I was supposed to be doing. So it would be like if somebody walked up to you and said, like, hey, man, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, it's going to happen like that, man. We're just going to make it happen. What do you want? And it's like, well, what situation am I in? Like, what's what's going on? It's like, nope, pick. It's like, well, I want – it's like a monkey's it, paw. It, it's it's like, very monkey. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you realize you're describing a monkey's paw? <laughs> <laughs> I just want a chicken turkey sandwich. I don't want the turkey to, I don't want it to be alive. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. <laughs> That's pretty good. Turkey's a little dry. The turkey's a little dry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Simpsons is so much better than this game. <laughs> Everything, dude, new Simpsons is better than this game. Yes. New Simpsons like with a South Park filter is better than this the, game. The Simpsons tie-in things you could get like the mugs at burger king in the mid 90s or i would rather play with a glass mug with a picture of bart simpson on it yes yes i would rather do that while pretending to play this game <laughs> than play this game you know <laughs> so i'm just picturing sorry like being at a bar and you've got the bart simpson mug but it's like kevin and so you're doing like all of the weird jump animations and slide animations but it's just with a, a mug <laughs> like with a I mean, it, depending uh, on the kind of bar you're in, that might not even draw that much attention. No, no. Um, and actually, uh, honestly, a lot of the things that we've talked about with gameplay, because again, the so to me, the, the the analogy I can give is that normally, you know, you've got a car, right? So you can talk about how like visual the car, uh, how, how the car looks, you know, and then how the car performs, right? And then you can even talk about like, okay, well, you know, the car looks like a truck, so I expect it to perform like a truck, or it looks like a sports car, so I expect it to perform like a sports car, right? But this is one where somebody's taking a sledge to the <laughs> to the chassis to the point where it doesn't run, and you can't talk about how poor it looks without talking about how that poorness is actually impacting the performance. So honestly, a lot of my notes we've kind of touched on in visuals in that, you know, it's kind of so hard to disintegrate those two things from the actual mechanics of the game you know no, it, it absolutely is and the thing that i find frustrating about the i guess combat mechanic is that if it, if it can so be called right there's there are very few opportunities you have to recover health but there are limitless opportunities to lose health and mm -hmm. one of the few things that i thought they did mechanically really well that even then they found a way to screw up is the time between death and restarting at like the beginning of the room you're in or the beginning of the level you're on is like, it's like a second and a half. It's super fast. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. There are certain rooms like the lobby, like the, the first time you go up the elevator. I think um, there, there are certain rooms where being in that room and not doing anything will kill you because someone right. walks up to you and freaking chokes you to death. So when you start the game and the bellhop chokes you to death and you're like, you're just putting your soda back down and you look over and you're like, wait, what? Like <laughs> the, the, the next, your next life comes. It's not like friggin' Mario, like one dash one, you know, two X Mario's remaining. Like it's, you instantly are there again alive and he is right behind you about to claim another one of your your three lives. So like if you press start on the game and then you mm -hmm. don't touch the controller, it takes six seconds to get a game over. Yes. Yes. No, it's it's absurd. And I think that you, you make a very interesting point, which is that normally fast cycle times are good. 
right? But I think that I think you make a fair point with the fact that the end of the cycle needs to be very clearly conveyed to the player. You know, so like, for example, even if you take Super Meat Boy, which I I've never personally played, but I've seen a couple of videos of it. Right. Like, it's very clear when you've died. Yeah, you explode. You know? Yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah explode in, in meat. Right. So. So that's the thing is that, you know, so it's fine for that game. Like you explode in meat and then you're just immediately back where you started or um, Sack Boy, uh, Little Big Planet yeah. is another great example. You know, which is that you die and then blam, you're back, you know. Uh, but the thing is that it's very clear that you died. This one, it's less so, you know, because unless you're keeping a close eye on your health, and even that doesn't matter because, as we said, some things auto kill you, um, then, you know, you'll just be like, oh, okay, I got hit again. Oh, wait, where am I? What's, oh, God, I got, I've died again, you know, like the amount of time. And I think that with, yeah, and even that with uh, both Meat Boy and um, uh, Little Big Planet. Your spawn location, you can just sit there. Yes, that is the crucial difference. The spawn location should never be a place you can die. That's actually fair. And and if for no other reason, then all of a sudden I'm just thinking about, you know, the people who are like, dude, spawn camping, it's, it's a legitimate tactic. Nope. And those people are are like deeply evil. Well, and <laughs> even in that case, like that's still the action of a malicious human. Like, so were the developers right. of this game being malicious and they were like, ha, you know, somebody's going to die and they're going to be really frustrated. They're going to put the controller down and reach over to grab their cool, refreshing ice cold Coca-Cola and they're going to turn back and they're actually going to have died twice because they will have died while reaching for their soda. Like that's, I don't know why, like surely in, playtesting someone put the controller down for half a second to like scratch their head or take a sip of water or cover their mouth while they were sneezing or something and then was like oh that's weird if i don't touch the controller for a second sometimes i just die like lions i think it is absolutely precious that you think that they play tested this well by play tested <laughs> i mean shipped to some godforsaken <laughs> lawless country where torture is still like a tolerated thing and had <laughs> prisoners of war play this game <laughs> i mean i assume i assume they had to qa it a little just to get the nintendo seal of approval because here's the thing the game is a horrible horrible game but it does in fact function like as software mm. it runs it's just not achieving its actual goal it's like one of those machines where like you push a switch and all it does is turn itself off yes which i don't know i i, I kind of get a kick out of because Sometimes, you know, you, you you work in a company for long enough, you see those buttons, like, in a company where you're like, <laughs> all this system does is person does thing A, that causes person B to do thing C, and then D to do E, which cancels out A. This is one of those boxes where, like, once I push this button, it's going to take it about a month and nothing's going to get done. <laughs> but a bunch of people will have been doing stuff. It's just, right. you're not going to get anything But I mean, done. the little pointless box is, like, it's cute, it's like a funny trick to play on somebody home alone Two bad conveyance the game like i don't yep. think their objective was this uh deeply introspective and reflective uh, uh analysis of what it means to experience ennui like <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure that was not their goal no no i, I i'm pretty sure that somebody made a bet with someone that says betcha i can make a game in under an hour <laughs> No. <laughs> I bet you I can make a game in under an hour and I bet you I can get paid by a gigantic movie studio to do it. Yes. 
Yes, I think actually, uh, just to to wrap up that the, the point you made about the um uh the the safe spawn location, right? Is and and to juxtapose that with you know, for example, people who like you know it, games that let people spawn camp is. I think we discussed this in an, in a different one, but you said Sue actually had a very um uh enlightening thought on that, which is that, and I think it was about Mario uh Mario Kart, which is you know with its rubber band physics, hmm. you know. We're basically saying that I understand like these intense rubber band physics when there is another player. Yes, when there, because, when there are other humans. Right. When there are other humans, it makes sense because, you know, one human is having a very, very bad time and you want them to have a good time. Right. But when it's just a computer, it doesn't make any sense. This is that. Right. Because if you have spawn camping, like you're one person is very, very miserable, but somebody else really enjoys that. So then that's like more OK than just the games the game spawn camping you yeah yeah i wonder there's probably some like for game designers and game developers uh there's probably a certain amount of and i'm i'm going to just grasp at straws for what to call this because i'm not sure what the right thing to call it is but like you as a developer know someone's gonna play your game so there is probably like a little bit of of like trolley kind of behavior where people are like aha this is a particularly insidious mechanic or this is a particularly mischievous puzzle or something that's going to really trip people up and like that might be the driving force for some designers but i think there's a big difference between you know oh i've artfully designed this room with this complicated puzzle but you have all of the information you need to solve the puzzle or to you know save the princess or to defeat the monster but it's like it's really it's really tricky and deep. And when you get it, you feel satisfied. Whereas like I I press start on the game. I'm watching the Tim Curry monster animation. And then yep. I just reach over to, you know, grab a handful of Doritos and I turn back and look at the television and I have died. Like that's it's it's difficult to believe that someone without evil in their heart would have done that intentionally. Like that just seems like sloppy, terrible horribleness hard versus punishing man yes that's that's what it is it's just and 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 we and this game is from the era where people did not know the difference you know like that's, that's true like, yeah so i mean you know you had games like mario which are hard and then games like battletoads which is punishing you know and this this though is just like <laughs> it's just because even battletoads is like an exemplar of punishing you know so even though I, I hate that game and, you know, the next time one of us says something mean to the other, like that's the punishment, <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, oh. no, <laughs> now it's on. Now we're playing Battletoads. It's going to be like, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> uh, the definition of cutting off your nose is bite your face. But again, you know, it's something we can learn from. This is just like sloppy punishing. You know, it, it's kind of like if somebody said, like, I'm going to create it. it <laughs> it'd be like if the saw movies were made by like somebody who didn't care. So it's like, let's play a game. And it's just like one plus one equals. And the person's like, um, and like they, they write in two and they're like wrong. And then they get gack spilled on them. Yeah. Or, or they just shoot them with like a regular gun. And it's like, yeah. it's like that wasn't <laughs> elaborate. There was no opportunity for me to learn a lesson. It's like, eh, <laughs> yes. And, and actually, uh, so, and so I, I, I don't really have anything else for mechanics. So did you? Uh, no, I, I have one other one other note I wanted to share before we, we do the wrap. But go ahead with your thought. 
No, I mean, I, I was just going to go to to did it hold oh, up. Oh no, so. no. Before before that, I, I just I need to point out because we we alluded to this a little bit at the beginning, but I, I want to be very explicit when I say we don't want to just play terrible games. You and I, like, that's not what this is no. about. We we have jobs, we have families, we have hobbies besides playing classic games and podcasting about it. Um, we played this game specifically at your suggestion <laughs> because <laughs> we knew this episode was coming out the day after Christmas and you were like, mm-hmm. well, we screwed this up with Halloween. Like maybe we should actually play a Christmassy game. And I was like, awesome. What Christmassy games do we have that are even like loosely Christmassy? Because it's not holidays and video games don't really have a ton of overlap, right? There aren't a lot of Arbor Day games. So when uh, <laughs> when we decided to play Home Alone two, because there are actually like three or four different games, but when we decided to play Home Alone two, it was like, oh, okay, this is like it takes place at Christmas time. There'll be lots of Christmas imagery, maybe even some Christmas music. There's not, and that pissed me off so much. The only place in the... There's not even snow on the ground. I mean, he's not wearing a hat or scarf, like nothing. They give you nothing. At the very end of the game, the very last uh, area where you kill Harry and Marv, I guess, by having uh, birdseed land on them, and then the, the... pigeons that were dropping snakes on you have decided to come to your aid like they sort of do in the movie um well because after they have injured you they have now had a taste for human flesh yes and they want big fat adults not tiny little children i mean it it checks out (laughs) but like that that battle takes place in a gigantic christmas tree and it is the only christmassy thing in the entire game. It's the only Christmas imagery. It, there are no Christmas sound effects. There's no Christmas music. There's no, no one even looks like they're dressed for winter for Christ's sake. Like it's, this is it. We played this game. We suffered this injustice just mm. because it was like Christmas themed. And that's all we got is yes. one Christmas yeah, no. tree at the very end of the game. No. And I, I am very glad that you, uh, that you, that you brought that up because yeah, no, that, that was the goal was we were like, Oh, we should play a Christmas game. And then, and we were kind of, you know, going through our, our library and being like, no, well, what about this? No, no. And then I remember just thinking like, like, Oh, wait, wait, I bet you they made a home alone video game. You know, like I bet I, that that's gotta be a thing. We're like, Oh, it totally is. And then I, we, we plugged in home alone and, I like looked at it. I was like, "Oh no, this is unplayable." And so then played Home Alone two. I was like, "Okay, well, this one I can actually figure out. Like, I can jump and move." So I was like, "All right, th- this one. Let's let's just give this one a shot." And uh, so wrong. And that was the beginning so of the regret cycle. So then you know, I we've been burying the lead for like an hour here, but. How did it hold? It was terrible. It was the worst yeah. thing. It I think is honestly the worst game we've played. I think I enjoyed this less than Zelda too. Ooh, that's that's like asking which is worse, Avatar: The Last Airbender, the movie, or Dragon Ball Evolution. You know? It's, yeah, I mean, which is worse, like lung cancer or brain cancer? Like they're they're both. They're both pretty horrible, but what I'm saying is we've now had two kinds of cancer, and ideally, I'd have had none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think, though, because the reason why I like it to do that is I think that I have to, 
go with Zelda 2 being worse just because this one I think is it's probably the worst game but it's they're both in my opinion equally unenjoyable <laughs> but Zelda 2 was like actively this is just sloppy as all sin and Zelda 2 is a game you know like this is shovelware you yeah. know no I I will I will give you I you've convinced me because of the the punishment of the cycle right the death cycle when you die in Zelda 2 you die in real life right it's like <laughs> it's like the ring like you you lose a little bit of something when you die in Zelda 2 when you die in this in in Home Alone 2 like you're angry and everything is terrible but it cycles super fast. The game itself is not that long. Like you could actually because me- all the enemies move in like incredibly predictable cycles, like loop animation loops. So, I mean, you could probably commit this game to memory and then beat it friggin' blindfolded. Whereas like so, Zelda two would never afford you such a courtesy. I do have a theory that I literally just came up with as we're talking, right? <laughs> Those so- are always the best. Yeah, right, because they're totally well vetted. And now when we're done, you know, we'll log off and, yeah. you know, show notes. Yep, all that. Um, <laughs> there are actually useful yeah. things in the show notes this time. Yeah, Just yeah, what no, he's no, about dude, to say won't be one of them. Absolutely. Check out. Well, because like you said, there's useful things. In the show <laughs> um, but no. OK, so so I saw a comic online that I, I kind of got a huge kick out of, which is that, you know, like like Harry and Marv, you know, walk into Kevin's, you know, little fun house of horrors. Right. And it's just kind of like why hasn't he called the cops yet? And it just shows Kevin at the very top of the stairs and like the jigsaw puppet where he's like, let's play a game, <laughs> you know? And I was like, yeah, Kevin is a little bit like jigsaw, right? But no, no, we're Harry and Marv. And the game, the the, the game is the Kevin's game is Kevin. <laughs> the game is Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's my new theory. Well, and you know, like he sometimes like you get hit and you don't feel like you really deserved it. You die like shockingly easily. Like that's that's you like you think, oh, I'm the empowered kid. Like I'm invincible. But it's like, no, no, the whole world is out to get you, Marv. Yeah. No, and I mean, that, like, that's the I, end of the Twilight Zone episode where you look at you wake up and the camera's on you and you're Kevin. But then you go, everything's from your point of view. And in the last shot of the episode, you go to look in the mirror and you've been Marv the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, absolutely. No, I think that that now now that I like like my brain like locked onto it, I'm like, no, this this feels as close to it. Because one of the things that, that we've mentioned before is that games are really, really good about giving you an experience that you'd never have in real life. You know, I mean, the good ones like the last of us caused me to make a decision that I think cerebrally is objectively wrong, but I totally understand it now, you know? Um, and so this game is the closest I am ever going to be <laughs> to like, like identifying with Harry and Marv, you know, just being like, man, I didn't deserve this. You know, I just wanted to, sit down because it's like should should i have been you know like like working on the house should i have been doing chores sure but you know what i i just deserved to just sit down and and, and play this game i didn't i didn't deserve this man i didn't want this i never asked for this <laughs> so i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a rare um like actual you know final final closing thing um like really do go vote in the patreon poll really do mm-hmm. go listen to aaron's episode of movie medicine because it's freaking awesome 
and yeah, yeah, and really, really don't play this game. Like, not ironically, not because you lost a bet. Like, don't, don't. It will ruin your Christmas, and by Christmas, I mean life. Curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll. Then it all fades to black, and you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head from the time that you spent traversing the land. Battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand. Your memories creeping with the edge of a smile. You realize again what you lost for a while. You're gonna think back much less. 